Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunny. I hope you had an awesome 4th of July weekend. We certainly did. Did some work around the house, but we also enjoyed the fireworks and friends, and it was just an amazing weekend. I want to bring to you something a little bit different. Imagine if we had politicians in Washington, D.C. that actually got along together. Imagine that. Well, there was a day in the history of this country when the politicians actually cared more about the country and got along together, even though they may have different views for the sake of the country. That's what I'm going to bring you tonight. Two specific founding fathers, which, by the way, they died on the same day in 1826 on Independence Day, the 4th of July. So think about that when we come back. Who are those two people? Lead, follow, or get the hell out of the way. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it, we will not surrender for it now or ever. Did you figure it out who the two great statesmen of America died on 4 July 1826? Thomas Jefferson and John Adams. They were both in two different political parties. Thomas Jefferson was a Democrat-Republican party. Yes, that's how it was back then. And John Adams was in the Federalist Party. So we're going to discuss these two individuals. But what's more important is we're going to find out that although they actually, quote, hated each other initially, they eventually came together and were great friends and had tremendous love for each other. And it just so happens that they died on the same day. Going to play you a clip from the Monticello Foundation, which is where the president at the time resided before they had, quote, a White House. And this is a great example of the explanation of these two statesmen and the love-hate relationship of it. This is Mountaintop History, telling the story of Monticello and all who lived and labored at this plantation. I'm Kyle Chalton. We're currently standing next to Thomas Jefferson's office, which he called the cabinet. There are many interesting objects in this space, including a bust of John Adams. This is Sam Riggs, an associate guide at the Thomas Jefferson Foundation. The relationship between Thomas Jefferson and John Adams is maybe most easily described as frenemies. 
These two individuals first met in 1775 at the Continental Congress, and it was there that they both served on the same committee tasked with drafting the Declaration of Independence. They quickly developed a friendship, despite the many ways in which the two differed. Even their appearances, with Jefferson measuring six feet two and a half inches, and Adams only five feet seven inches, sharply set the two apart from one another. Jefferson and Adams remained close friends until their conflicting political views drove them apart during Adams' and then Jefferson's presidency. Jefferson found Adams' views on government too similar to the British system we had thrown off and began to view Adams as a monarchist. Adams, meanwhile, feared the disorder caused by the French Revolution and worried Jefferson and his party carried representative government too far. For many years, the two did not speak to one another, but did eventually reconcile through a series of friendly letters. Fellow Declaration signer Benjamin Rush took up the task of reconciling the two. When word reached Jefferson in 1811 that Adams had said, quote, I always loved Jefferson and still love him, he conceded to Rush that those words were, quote, enough for me. I need only this knowledge to revive towards him all the affections of the most cordial moments of our lives. From then on, the two remained friends until the end of their lives. In fact, Jefferson and Adams died on the exact same day, July 4th, 1826, the 50th anniversary of the adoption of the Declaration of Independence. It is rumored that Adams's final words were Thomas Jefferson survives. He did not know his friend had died just a few hours before him. But why should we care about a 200-year-old friendship? Perhaps the relationship between Jefferson and Adams can serve as a reminder to us that despite overwhelming differences between ourselves and others, there is always hope that our human connections can be repaired. Mountaintop History is a collaboration between WTJU and the Thomas Jefferson Foundation and is made possible in part by a major grant from the National Endowment for the Humanities. To learn more and to plan your next visit, go to monticello.org. So who were these two great statesmen? I went to Wikipedia. Every once in a while I do that, and I wanted to just get a basic understanding of who these people were. Now, I learned about them in school, along with a lot of the founding fathers and how America was formed, and they stuck in my head, just like the rest of them, but Never really researched them, so I wanted to spend some time this weekend and researching these two great patriots that formed this country. So Thomas Jefferson was born on April 13th of 1743. And again, he died July 4th, 1826, 195 years ago, if you're keeping record. He was an American statesman, a diplomat, a lawyer, an architect, a musician, and a philosopher, and, of course, a founding father who served as the third president of the United States from 1801 to 1809. He had previously served as the second vice president of the United States under John Adams between 1797 and 1801 and as the first United States Secretary of State under George Washington, between 1790 and 1793. 
the principal author of the Declaration of Independence. He's the main dude. Jefferson was a proponent of democracy, republicanism, and individual rights, motivating American colonists to break from the kingdom of Great Britain and form a new nation. He produced formative documents and decisions at both the state and national level. So that's Thomas Jefferson. John Adams is part of the Federalist Party, and he had different views. And this is what Wikipedia tells us about John Adams. He was born October 30th of 1735, so he was older than Thomas Jefferson. He was an American statesman, attorney, diplomat, writer, and a founding father who served under the second president of the United States again from 1797 to 1801. Before his presidency, he was a leader of the American Revolution that achieved independence from Great Britain and served as the first vice president of the United States. Adams was a dedicated diarist and regularly corresponded with many important figures in early American history, including his wife and advisor, Abigail Adams, and Thomas Jefferson. Now, the reason we're talking about these two individuals is because they had completely different political views. Thomas Jefferson described John Adams as a monarchy that he was trying to put into America the same type of philosophy that was going on in England at the time when they were actually fighting England. So Thomas Jefferson had this great hate for John Adams because of his ideas. However, eventually, once they got out of politics, they started corresponding with each other, starting writing each other, writing papers, and they started respecting each other. Matter of fact, it got to a point where they actually started loving each other as brothers, even though they had different political ideas. So this is from theheritage.org about John Adams. Second President of the United States, leader of the Continental Congress in 1776 and one of America's greatest political thinkers, is among the most important of America's founders. Rivaled only by James Madison in the constitution-making and constitutional thought and the man to whom the country is most indebted for the great measure of independence. Adams was one of the first and most important advocates of what is called bi-Americanism separations of power and the executive veto as well as principal draftsmen's of the constitution of massachusetts an important model for the federal constitution so he had drafted a constitution for massachusetts and that was part of the model necessary for a federal constitution his defense of the constitution's of government of the United States of America and Discourses of Davila. And Discourses of Davila is a series of papers he wrote on political history in 1790. They're among the most significant founding era works on America constitutional theory. 
So everybody wants to say that America was built on slavery, blah, blah, blah. This is proof that what they're saying is absolutely false. These were American patriots that were coming from the tyranny of King George in England, and they were going to do something about it, create their own country that was based on individual independence, a person's right given to them by God. Now, John Adams was a lot more of a Christian, per se, than Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson never said that he hated or disliked Christians. Matter of fact, he thought he was a Christian, but, you know, he had skepticism when it came to God and, and those kind of things. Now, John Adams, greatest political rival, as well as a longtime friend and compatriot, was Thomas Jefferson. Adams and Jefferson met at the First Continental Congress in Philadelphia in 1775. So that's the first time they came together. Immediately, the friendship was struck that continued until death, only interrupted by extreme political differences and competition. So even though they had these political differences and these different ideas, they came together for the sake of the country. And they knew that. They knew if they had massive division in this new form of government that they were going to create, there was no way it was going to succeed. This is what we need today. We need politicians to stop separating us and separating themselves and get to doing the job that they were voted in to do, is to compromise and come up with ways that can help us as a country to grow and not destroy us as a country. Despite their differences in opinion, they express happiness to once again be sharing their thoughts while they waxed over current events, life as an elder, and the State of the Union. So even after they left political office, they loved this country, and they wrote a lot about it. They wrote a lot to each other. And then on the 4th of July, 1826, exactly 50 years to the day, they produced and signed a Declaration of Independence. The two friends died on the same day. John Adams' last recorded words were, Jefferson survives, although he was unaware that his rival had passed away two hours before him. So this is how the great nation was created by individuals like this. They were able to separate their, quote, political views and do what was necessary to bring this country into fruition, into existence so that every individual would have independence. And it's way time that our politicians get back to that. And that's what I wanted to bring to you on this 4th of July weekend. 195 years ago, two individuals died on the 4th of July that shaped this country, and we should never, ever forget them. You can obviously go online, read much more about them, go to Monticello and read more about them. But from this gunny, I will always remember how hard it was for these individuals to create this country that we have today. And there's nothing that's going to stop me from keeping this country exactly the same way 
that they devised the Constitution of the United States. Please share the podcast. Thank you very much for listening to this. This is the Gunny out.